we did this. We did the thing. Yesterday, when I uh, saw the news, and as I'm sure as you did, we, you know, there was dancing in my house. There was jumping up and down. There was a woot, a woot. Uh, yesterday was an alto woot. Um, it was not a, a falsetto woot or a culture soprano woot. It was a nice alto stone sustained woot. Because I'm so, so, so proud of all of the work that we did to get us here. This is a day of celebration. It's a day of celebration of democracy. It's a day of celebration of all the many hands and feet that marched and did all the things. Nanny Helen Burroughs uh, was a black suffragette and um, uh, taught, uh, opened a, a school of girls and taught the girls that they were able to do more than they could ever imagine, that they were uh, wholly able to do the exceptional. Uh, we specialize in the holy impossible, is what she told them. We specialize in the holy impossible. And we did that, friends. 74.5 million people went to the polls and voted for Biden and Harris. We did the thing. You signed 35,000 postcards. You made another 15,000 tweets and phone calls. Those are just the ones we know about. You served as poll chaplains. Uh, Natalie Perkins held a training. You served as poll workers. Calissa was there. Isaac was there. Susan and Claudia were there. You delivered postcards to make sure that they got in the hands of the folks who needed them. Thank you, Paul, for getting on your bike and riding around Manhattan. Not only that, you made financial donations to candidates. You made phone calls. You showed up and made an ofrenda on the steps of Middle Church, my beautiful Hablamos friends, muchísimas gracias for this work. You stayed there eight hours to do a prayer vigil. Ben hosted another vigil online till midnight. Amanda took love to Fox News, my people, on the night of the election. You did so many pieces of beautiful work in your Twitter, in your Facebook, and the phone calls that you made to your family and your friends, we did this. We did this together. And we can celebrate and we can rejoice and we can be glad because even though half of our nation, half of our nation still voted for the incumbent, whose name I'm not discussing today, another half of our nation said enough with tyranny enough with fascism, enough with hatred, enough with, with blatant racism, enough with Muslim bans, enough with taking ourselves out of global partnerships like, I don't know, NATO and the Paris <laughs> Climate Accord, enough with being a bully, enough with grabbing, you know, vaginas, enough with rape accusations, enough with the divisiveness enough with the discourse of violence, enough with the knee on the necks of black people, enough with putting children in cages and not being able to even find their parents to reunite them. We said, we, the people said no. We said no. We said no. And we said no because we know what's right. We said no because we know what's justice. We said no because we understand what just love looks like. I'm excited 
And I'm curious. I'm delighted. And I'm confused. I'm rejoicing. And I'm also pensive, reflective. What, what didn't happen? What are the questions we didn't ask? What, what's a conversation I didn't do well enough? I, Jackie, to have one more heart change toward love, to have one more heart move toward justice. What, what happened so that half of our neighbors pulled a lever that included violence, hatred, vitriol, in, included lies, included self, self congratulations and narcissism that included as long as I get mindness. I don't think all the people who pulled the lever for the incumbent are like the incumbent. There is something I'm wondering about, I'm wrestling with. So I'm gonna do my dance today and celebrate today. I'm gonna take John out for a walk in the park. We are going to take ourselves out to a socially distanced dinner. And I'm gonna celebrate. I'm gonna celebrate that when George Floyd cried out for his mama, mamas answered. Black mamas, indigenous mamas, white mamas, Latinx mamas, Asian mamas, all answered, trans folks answered, all the folks answered, queer folks answered, we listened, we showed up, we heard the cry for help and we showed up. And I'm thinking, as we celebrate, there's, there's something else to do. There's something more to do. And that's, and that's how we get to the place where justice is rolling down like righteousness like a mighty stream. We get to this place because we keep on moving. We, we keep on listening. We listen to Amos, who was a shepherd, who was a shepherd before God tapped him into prophetic service. We listen. We listen to him writing to the people in the North, the North, the wealthy people in the North, the 10 tribes in the North, in Israel. He's writing to them not like other prophets saying that they broke covenant with God, but he's actually saying that they broke covenant with each other. He's saying they broke the natural law, the natural law that Amos believed was embedded in the heart of every human being. That, that, that thing that our founders called the inalienable rights of life, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, healthcare, well-being, goodness. Amos believed that all of the human beings had that sort of implanted in their DNA, and that they were breaking covenant when they weren't taking care of each other. He was writing especially about economic justice. That was his thing. He says that there were kind of three levels of poverty in the time. There were the doll, the folks who, who owned a little something. Maybe they had a car, they were renting a studio apartment in Manhattan. Maybe they had three roommates so they could pay their bills. Those were the doll, using credit cards to make ends meet. And then there were the Indian, the people who owned nothing, the day workers who picked grapes and olives, the farm workers who had no, you know, no, no, no real status. They had no union protecting them. They worked all day, maybe three jobs to make ends meet. 
And then there were the, the Ani, the homeless, the ones who lived in their cars, who moved their cars around so the police wouldn't snatch their children and put them into you know, family services. These were the ones who showed up in shelters and showed up in churches and churches wouldn't even like welcome them because they were smelly and icky and you know what I'm talking about. Three levels of poverty. And Amos's words directed to the wealthy, the ones who made frequent trips to Samaria where all the good people went to the hotels in Samaria, to the gambling places in Samaria, to the golf clubs in Samaria, to the church for the wealthy in Samaria, where the music was high and nobody perspired and nobody shouted and nobody got happy. These were the, the wealthy people who, who, who would contract with the poor to do the work but renege on the contracts. You know what I'm talking about. The wealthy people who, as long as their friends and family and close ones amassed wealth in the stock market, they didn't care about the poor people. These were the people who squashed the dreams of the poor, who closed the door on the poor, who cared not about the health, the health and well-being of the poor, the ones who only worried about the Tao. And so they oppressed and squashed and smashed and stepped on the heads of the ones below them. And Amos was really deeply concerned about this wealth gap. He was concerned about the self-interest of the rich who, when they got through beating down the disenfranchised, took themselves to festivals and worship and prayed to God and thanked God for their good fortune. Because of course they were destined, of course they were blessed, of course they were chosen, of course they were the ones designed to benefit. Amos was criticizing empire religion, my friends. He was criticizing the smashing up of religion with white supremacy. They were, they were not the ones they've been waiting for, but they believed they were. They were the ones who turned justice, Amos said into one word, and threw righteousness on the ground. They prayed to the Lord, they thanked God for the Lord, they did rituals to the Lord, they did all the things to, to <laughs> except they weren't just. <laughs> they weren't kind. They weren't loving. They weren't peaceful. Amos said, when they prayed for the day of the Lord, when they lifted up their voices and made their sacrifices, what was coming their way was as though a, if a lion was chasing a man and the man ran instead into the arms of a bear, that there was nothing good gonna come from their prayers and their sacrifices. I hate, I despise your religious festivals. Your assemblies are stinky to me. Even though you bring me burnt offerings, I will not accept them. Amos says, this is God's indictment of these folks. I will have no regard for them. Away with your songs, away with your, away with your hearts, away with your bells, away with your taking sacrament. But instead let justice roll down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. Here's what God wanted from the people, justice and righteousness, misbat and sedekah. The phrase, here's a fancy word, is a hendiitis, a hendiitis. One idea in two words. Mishpat means justice, the rule of law. It means judgment. 
And when you pair it with sedaka, when you pair it with righteousness, it means God's law, God's justice, God's values, God's economy, God's hope, God's peace, well-being and shalom for all of the people. It means a culture of abundance. It means a culture in which everyone has enough. It means freedom and liberty and all for the least of us to the greatest of us. It means, it means what is high being made lower and what is low being lifted up. It, it means socialism, honey. It means there's enough for everyone, enough health care for everyone, enough food on everyone's table, enough safety. It means no more mandatory sen sentences for smoking pot. It means people that are in jail get out and become um, resuscitated, redeemed, rescued from bondage. It means no more crimes against black bodies that jogging while black and walking while black and working while black and being traffic stopped by black doesn't become a death sentence. It means no more snatching of children from their mother's arms. It means no more snatching of women's wombs from their bodies. It means no more handcuffed children because they're sassy to the teacher. Justice rolling down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream. This means on earth as it is in heaven, my friends. And this means, though we are rejoicing today, and I am partying with the best of us, that we're just not finished. We're just not finished. We're not finished until we understand why 70 million of our brothers and sisters don't get the dream, don't understand God's dream. We're not finished until when we sit at our Thanksgiving table with our families and we're able to say, what? What are you dreaming about? What, what are you hoping for? That we can create a shared story, a shared narrative, a shared vision for a heal and hold America and a heal and hold world. We're not finished until we understand that we are really actually inextricably connected one to the other. That when, when, a child, when a child in Appalachia is hungry, my stomach growls. When the child in Detroit still doesn't have clean water to drink, you're thirsty. When a queer couple is still, still harassed just for being in love with one another, that all of us feel heartbroken. We're not finished until we put down the guns. We're not finished until we took, put down the fight. We're not finished until we make peace everywhere when everyone rejoices because we create a shared understanding that isn't so much about red and blue, but is everything about human. And that natural law that Amos expects us to have in our hearts, whether we're Christian, Buddhist, Muslim, Jewish, atheist, agnostic, human means inextricably bound. Human means understanding that mama earth is our responsibility. Human means that we are stewards of this creation. And let me just tell you, my friends, your board, your staff, when, when Kaliswa gets up at five o'clock in the morning and goes to the polling station, and finds nobody there and organizes to make it happen with the, with the other volunteers that she found in her community at Middle Church. When Kaliswa puts a tweet in the world and you get a Laura Thomas making sure that we can 
activate somebody to run that polling station because she's a lawyer for the ACLU. And then Graham Ashcraft takes donuts and coffee to the people. That's what your staff is all about. That's what this team is about. That's what this congregation is about. We are not gonna shrink down in these times. We're not going to close down in these times. We're going to expand and stretch out into our, our job as peacemakers and well-makers and way-makers. We're the ones we've been waiting for. We're the ones who know how to bring people into conversations about anti-racism, about LGBTQ justice, about reviving our economy. We're the ones who know how to convene leaders and set tables so that we can make America loving, fair, and just for the very first time. So you're gonna hear us asking you to partner up, to join up, while we, while we seek to expand the staff, not shut it down, while we seek to make more small groups, not less groups, while we seek to make worship more powerful and intimate so that all of us can feel organized by the holy, while we seek to give out more money so people can pay their bills, while we seek to celebrate more Black excellence and Black healing. Honey, we are on the move. Turning this moment into a moment where we grow even more profoundly our movement for love and justice, where everyone is welcome to come to the table to learn how to create a culture in which all of us can survive and thrive. It's a day of rejoicing and it's a day of recommitting and it's a day of setting our face and our resources and our time and our treasure and our hearts to growing our movement of love and justice so that every place in this nation looks like middle and every place around the globe understands what it means to do just love. This is our calling. This is my prayer. This is what's next. May it be so. <laughs>